Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Good morning, I'm Nathan Hager. And I'm Karen Moscow. Here are the stories we're following today. We want to get right to the latest in the Israel-Hamas war. More than 2,100 people have been killed in the last five days of fighting, including at least 1,200 Israelis. Now, as Israel ramps up airstrikes on Gaza to the south, it is facing attacks to the north as well. Hezbollah, the Iran-backed group that operates out of Lebanon, says it's carried out missile strikes on a military post near Israel's northern border. All this as the first U.S. aid begins to arrive in the form of advanced ammunition. A U.S. aircraft carrier group, the USS Gerald Ford is in the eastern Mediterranean as well. Jonathan Conricus with Israeli Defense Forces says that should send a message to Hamas and its backers. This battle group is here to make sure that the war against Hamas doesn't escalate to a regional war between Israel and many other entities. But the president of Turkey, Recep Tayyip Erdogan, is criticizing the U.S. show of support. What will they do with the boats and planes that this aircraft carrier is surrounded with? They will take down Gaza by striking the surrounding areas and start committing serious massacres. President Erdogan of Turkey spoke through an interpreter. Well, Nathan, President Biden is vowing full U.S. support for Israel with the country's full backing, including shipments of munitions and intelligence assistance. When Congress returns, we're going to ask them to take urgent action to fund the national security requirements of our critical partners. The United States has also enhanced our military force posture in the region to strengthen our deterrence. And we stand ready to move in additional assets as needed. And Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu told President Biden he's grateful for the U.S. support. I want to thank you for your continued and unequivocal support and the work of your entire administration to support us. We've never seen such savagery in the history of the state. And they're even worse than ISIS. They're even worse than ISIS, and and we need to treat them as such. And Prime Minister Netanyahu expects a long conflict. We spoke earlier with Israeli military spokesperson Doran Spielman. We've launched over the last number of years operations that were limited in scope. I think it's clear to anyone who's seen the carnage that took place in Israel. The one thing Hamas did for us is they pushed us into a corner, and they said they made us understand that we have absolutely no choice but to, to defeat them. Along with Israeli military spokesperson Daron Spielman, we also spoke with Mustafa Barghouti, who leads the Palestinian National Initiative. That's a group that advocates for nonviolent resistance. I am really worried about the fact that it seems that Netanyahu doesn't care not only about Palestinian lives, but also about the lives of 200 Israeli prisoners who are now in Gaza, and many of whom could be killed if Israel continues the airstrikes on, uh, on, on Gaza Strip. Mustafa Barghouti with the Palestinian National Initiative is calling for a ceasefire. 
Well, Nathan, as the war rages on, a growing number of airlines are suspending travel to Israel. And we get that story from Bloomberg's Lisa Mateo. Turkish Airlines is pulling its flights from Tel Aviv until further notice. American Airlines extended its suspension through December 4th and is working with partner carriers to help those trying to leave the city. Finnair is canceling flights until March 30th, while EasyJet temporarily suspended its service. Lufthansa, Air France and other major U.S. airlines announced their suspensions Monday. So who is still flying to Israel? British Airways, Virgin Atlantic, Emirates, Fly Dubai, and Pegasus are operating with adjusted schedules. Lisa Mateo, Bloomberg Radio. All right, Lisa, thank you. Now, after many commercial airlines suspended operations in Israel, a growing number of governments are sending aircraft to airlift citizens out of the country. Both Germany and France plan to operate evacuation flights. Well, Nathan, the amount of aid to Israel is in question now because of uncertainty in the House. It's been leaderless and unable to handle normal business since House Speaker Kevin McCarthy was ousted last week. Republican lawmakers plan to meet this afternoon to choose a Speaker nominee. Kentucky Representative Tom Massey puts the chances his party settles on a nominee today at 2 percent. In legal news, Karen, we continue to follow the high-profile trial of FTX co-founder Sam Bankman-Fried. Caroline Ellison says Bankman-Fried, her former boss and former boyfriend, directed her to commit crimes. We get the latest from Bloomberg's Shanali Basak. We know that Caroline Ellison, who has been a pivotal witness, both for the sake of the prosecution, as well as someone who's come up in the sake of the defense, she has come up and immediately said, yes, we did commit crimes, Sam and I and others. And she said that Alameda took several billion dollars from FTX customers and used it for its own investments and to pay off lenders. Bloomberg's Shanali Basak says Sam Bankman-Fried has denied all allegations against him. Well, in corporate news, Nathan ExxonMobil is closing in on a huge takeover, and we get the latest from Bloomberg's John Tucker. Karen, it would be an all-stock deal worth $58 billion and could be announced as soon as today. ExxonMobil trying to buy pioneered natural resources. The deal would be the largest corporate takeover announced globally this year and Exxon's biggest acquisition since merging with Mobil in 1999. It's a clear bet that oil and gas will remain central to the world's energy mix despite the push toward a lower carbon future. A pioneer sale may spark similar interest in other shale producers from big oil. In New York, I'm John Tucker, Bloomberg Radio. All right, Nathan, thanks. Time now for a look at some of the other stories making news around the world. For that, we're joined by Bloomberg's Amy Morris. Amy, good morning. Good morning. President Biden has confirmed Americans are among the more than 150 hostages being held by Hamas. An exact number is not being shared, though. Bloomberg's Nancy Lyons brings us the latest. White House National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan says 20 or more Americans are unaccounted for, but he stresses it's unclear how many could be held. We are working with the Israeli government and with our regional partners on every aspect of the hostage crisis, including sharing intelligence and deploying experts from across the U.S. government to advise the Israeli government and coordinate with them on hostage recovery efforts. Sullivan says Secretary of State Antony Blinken will travel to Israel this week to discuss additional resources the U.S. could provide. In Washington, Nancy Lyons, Bloomberg Radio. More military support. While the United States already gives billions of dollars a year to Israel for security, U.S. lawmakers say Israel can count on more. Republican Congressman Dan Crenshaw of Texas says they'll wait to hear from Israel about how much military support they'll need. They'll let us know what they need. What that most likely looks like is a deeper magazine. So that means more rockets, more uh, you know, high-precision munitions, things like that. 
Congressman Crenshaw says Israel's defense force is still reeling from the surprise attacks over the weekend. Also on Capitol Hill, House Republicans are scrambling to get behind a speaker candidate before today's party vote, questioning Representatives Jim Jordan of Ohio and Steve Scalise of Louisiana for several hours behind closed doors about their visions and strategies for the majority. Now, the congressman who put it all into motion, Florida's Matt Gates, predicts how today's vote's going to go. In a world in which only two people are running for speaker, it's going to be pretty clear who has the most support. And once it's clear who of the two has the most support, I think there's going to be, you know, a tremendous amount of pressure to coalesce around that candidate. Most Republicans have not announced their support publicly, teeing up a day of uncertainty as they prepare for what could be several secret ballot votes for speaker. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,700 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Amy Morris, and this is Bloomberg. Karen. All right, Amy, thank you. Well, we bring you news throughout the day here on Bloomberg Radio. But now you can get the latest news on demand whenever you want it. Subscribe to Bloomberg News Now to get the latest headlines at the click of a button. Get informed on your schedule. You can listen and subscribe to Bloomberg News Now on the Bloomberg Business app, Bloomberg.com, plus Apple, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. It is time now for the Bloomberg Sports Update. Here's John Stashauer. John. Garen, a couple of blowouts in the ALDS. Up first, the Houston Astros. They won 9-1 at Minnesota. Jose Abreu homered twice. The three-run shot in the first inning off Sonny Gray. Alex Bregman and Jordan Alvarez also homered. Alvarez has hit four homers in three games in this series. Christian Javier allowed only one hit. The Astros lead the series 2-1. They can win it and get back to the ALCS today. Then it was time for the Texas Rangers, who were looking for a ALDS sweep for the Orioles. He's ready on the 1-2. Garcia hits this one high and deep to left. Really high, really far, and gone! Adolis Garcia and the Texas Rangers now lead it 6 to nothing in the second inning. ESPN had the call. 7-1 to one was the final. Nathan Evaldi went 17 for the victory. The Rangers Sweep the series after sweeping Tampa Bay in the wild card round. They're on to the ALCS. Opening night in the NHL. The first game was at Tampa Bay. The Lightning beat Nashville 5-3. And then it was Chicago, a 4-2 win at Pittsburgh. The Blackhawks only won 26 games last year, but they had the first pick of the draft and took Connor Bedard, only 18 years old, expected to be a generational talent. He had an assist in his NHL debut. And then they hoisted the Stanley Cup banner in Vegas. Golden Knights got 32 saves from Aiden Hill. Shut out Seattle 2 to nothing. Longtime ESPN NHL analyst Barry Melrose suffering from Parkinson's disease and leaving the network. John Stashauer, Bloomberg Sports. Hi, I'm Ron Krzyzewski, chairman and CEO of Stiefel. Financial advisors, if you're not growing your practice, you're losing market share. Stiefel is a growing entrepreneurial advisor-centric firm built for successful advisors like you. Imagine having the resources of the largest wirehouses and the support of the boutique shops, but none of the bureaucracy to get in the way of you serving your clients. At Stiefel, it's your business, your book, your clients. I always tell the advisors we're recruiting, I want you to come to Stiefel and double or triple your business. Most of them laugh and shake their heads, but I'm serious. Don't take it from me. Take it from Stiefel's number one finish in J.D. Power's 2023 U.S. Financial Advisor Satisfaction Study. 
So there's a reason why 148 financial advisors joined Stiefel last year. Come join us and find out why Stiefel is the firm where success meets success. Visit www.choosestifel.com. Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. From coast to coast, from New York to San Francisco, Boston to Washington, D.C., nationwide on Sirius XM, the Bloomberg Business App, and Bloomberg.com. This is Bloomberg Daybreak. Good morning. I'm Nathan Hager. Concerns about a wider war in Israel may be building with the fight against Hamas now into its fifth day as Israel continues to pound Hamas targets in Gaza with airstrikes to the south. The Lebanese militant group Hezbollah says it is now entering the fray with rocket attacks against Israel to the north. For the latest, we're joined by Bloomberg News Israel Bureau Chief Ethan Bronner in Tel Aviv once again with us this morning. So, Ethan, what is the latest that we're hearing about these Hezbollah strikes and the concern that this could lead to a wider conflict for Israel? Well, yes. So there have been uh, some strikes, as you said, um, and then the uh, Israelis uh, hit uh, anti-tank missiles at the border post. Um I think it, it's a, it's an enormous concern, I and mean, it's it's the main reason, of course, that the United States sent the USS Gerald R. Ford uh, and its battle fleet to the eastern Mediterranean to send a very distinct message to Hezbollah and Iran that they ought not to actually get seriously involved. And I think this is one of the great questions. I mean, it's very hard to tell. Uh, the, Hezbollah has suffered in 2006. Um, Nasrallah, the head of Hezbollah, you know, entered this war with Israel and uh, suffered very badly and was quoted afterwards as saying, if I had known, I wouldn't have entered. Now, in those years since, I think he's gotten a lot more money and arms and training uh, and probably a lot angrier uh, toward Israel. And so I think the question is, uh, would he do so? And it's very hard to know. Uh, my instinct is that he would have uh, he's, he, he would have been happier, if you like, to have entered on Saturday itself uh, and and been part of the big moment. And, and that whether that's going to make it easier or harder for him to do it a little later down the road, it's hard for me to know. But uh, he, he, he has sort of lost the sense of surprise that would have been involved in being part of it. And the north of Israel is being evacuated. So he's going to have to um, work harder to harm Israel. But that doesn't mean he won't try. Is there a concern that with Israel focusing so much now on the south, on the Gaza Strip, that it would be prepared uh, for further escalation uh, to the north were it to come to that? There is that concern. But of course, if you and I thought of it, so has the Israeli Defense Forces. And so they have moved people and sent messages and so forth up north. There are contingents of the military that are up there. Um 
so, but yes, I mean, if they're if they're going to be all in in Gaza, is that going to make it possible for them to do what they need to do in the north? It's 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 hard to know. And, and we've been hearing for at least 15 years that Hezbollah has been storing and uh, putting rockets and missiles on launchers uh, underground in Lebanon, southern Lebanon, that uh, some of them long range, some of the medium range that could reach Israel. Now, it it needs to be said at the same time that this the current Israeli defense forces is in a very very angry mood. This country is uh, feels like its uh, existence is uh, at stake. It feels like what happened on Saturday uh, is a reminiscent of uh, the worst things that have ever happened in Jewish history, and it will be as unforgiving as imaginable if Hezbollah does get involved. So it means I think that southern Lebanon and Beirut would suffer terribly. Now, does, does Nasrallah, does that enough to stop him? I don't know. The first U.S. aid has begun to arrive in the form of advanced ammunition. The president mm-hmm. in the United States is promising more. Does Israel feel as though it's adequate at this point? Um, it's a good question. I haven't put that question to anyone, so I can't answer it definitively. I think that um, the understanding is that this is the first shipment and more will come. Israel did say that it was stretched for its munitions and other things, and therefore it needed this aid. It has started to arrive. I think more will come. Uh, uh, some of the important parts that are coming are part of the anti-missile system, the Patriot missiles uh, that you know uh, stop incoming rockets. But again, if there's a huge plethora of coming uh, coming in at once, the system, uh, you could imagine, could be overwhelmed. And just quickly, Ethan, in our last 30 seconds here, are we seeing further signs from Israel that it could be preparing a ground invasion in Gaza? I would be shocked if it, there was not a ground invasion in Gaza. So I think that all the signs are that this country is preparing to go in in full force soon. And we have to hope that uh, they can minimize damage to civilians, which I'm afraid will be difficult for them. This is Bloomberg Daybreak Today, your morning brief on the stories making news from Wall Street to Washington and beyond. Look for us on your podcast feed at 6 a.m. Eastern each morning on Apple, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. You can also listen live each morning starting at 5 a.m. Wall Street time on Bloomberg 1130 in New York, Bloomberg 991 in Washington, Bloomberg 1061 in Boston, and Bloomberg 960 in San Francisco. Our flagship New York station is also available on your Amazon Alexa devices. Just say Alexa, play Bloomberg 1130. Plus, listen coast to coast on the Bloomberg Business app, Sirius XM Channel 119, the iHeartRadio app, and on Bloomberg.com. I'm Nathan Hager. And I'm Karen Moscow. Join us again tomorrow morning for all the news you need to start your day right here on Bloomberg Daybreak. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.